guys, what's going on? Welcome back to another episode of the Arsenio Buck Show, and today we're going to talk about how to overcome negative feedback. This is part three. I think I remember posting one of these probably towards the end of 2017 and maybe one time last year. Now, of course, the one that I posted in 2017 was when I was removed from Toshiba, Thailand, uh, citing reasons that were completely untrue. And I'm going to go through a six-step process so you guys can understand how this works and how I use it towards my, you, you know, use it for my advantage. Um, But when I was removed, I immediately went on my podcast and I was like, you know what, I kind of saw this coming. And then I started thinking, okay, since I saw this coming, now what's going to happen next? So I was messaging, I was emailing, I was like, you know what, this is this, and this is that, and I'm like, hey, some of my students are very angry, and I was being very reactive, but at the same time, my company did a horrific job in terms of, uh, you know, supporting me, not only that, but giving me the useful information that I needed, and then, of course, I got the bone-chilling details when I went to the printer uh, on a Saturday, and, you know, the, the, the this British, of course, the British teacher that I was working with at the time, he was an absolute monster. And I remember I was like, no, nah, I don't want to talk about it. He's like, well, if you want to continue working here, we're going to have to, we're going to have to discuss it. And then I felt that feeling go right down my spine and I said, I quit. I didn't say to him, obviously not. But I felt in my mind, I was like, you guys are completely undeserving of me. That wasn't reactive. But I just felt like that was the biggest push out the door that I needed to get out of a job that was completely deteriorating regardless. There was nothing for me there. All it was was a bunch of wife tourists working there. There was nothing. I had to continue proving myself at that company, right? But guys, this isn't, this isn't about that. This is about what just happened to me recently. So I was a little bit scared. And I got a big, big intuitive nudge. I received a message at night, right? And right when I saw like the first five to six words, because of course that's the first five to six words you would see in a very quick uh, Facebook message, I was like, dude, I got a bad feeling about this. So I read it and it was a paragraph and it was like, oh, one of your students' parents contacted us and said this and they were like, teach vocabulary one hour. I don't know how it related to this. I don't I I don't like it when I'm told it, it it's just very very odd because I'm like you know what working here for the last year and a half of course at this place I've never received a complaint. So when I do get a complaint I'm like you know what I don't know who it was. And because I don't know who it was it, it's really tough because you're like oh okay well who is it? You want to become reactive when you first get a complaint and say you know what what is this? And I'm like well vocabulary and speaking one hour this one hour that you guys are te you guys are telling me what to do and i'm like okay do you even know if that's like a winning formula and i'm like is this what the student told the parent and the parent told you guys and again i understand this from a company's perspective you don't want to lose face you don't want this you don't want that but i also took this as kind of a, a betrayal a stab in the back because i'm like well now i'm gonna have to switch up my entire formula of how I teach these students because one student said one thing about me. 
And to be honest with you, I mean, out of those six students who are even inside that class, none of them really want to learn anyways. So then I'm like, okay, what's the first thing I got to do? First, I got to pause and I'm not and I'm, I'm not going to be reactive. That's your rule number one. Because I could have immediately sent a message back saying, whoa, uh, okay, I'm not exactly sure what this is about, but it's about this and that. And I would have become very defensive. See, when we react, we become defensive. And instead of me trying to hear out, kind of like, you know, rewind into that 2017 Saturday when that asshole was actually sitting in front of me saying, oh, I don't think you're good enough. You guys remember that. You guys, it's the infamous quote because I realized I was the best. Nonetheless, I have to figure out what the credible source is too. So again, I didn't want to become reactive. I'm going to sit back. I'm going to digest this. Not only that, but what I need to do, anything after 8 p.m., I'm not going to read on, uh, let's just say, Facebook message or email or this or that because it could be something that like throws off my entire evening and it loopholes into the next morning, right? It's kind of like I would always get emails from particular, you, you know, when I used to work at that other job, when I, the job that I got when I had a broken mindset. Let's just put it that way. And I would get this feedback late at night and I would lose sleep and I would go to work angry and then I would blow up. You know what I mean? Because I would constantly have to defend myself against racists. I mean, there was no winning against racists because they already have a preconceived notion that black people are not teachers, Right. Obviously, you guys are like, oh my god, you worked at Skid Row. Yes, I worked at Skid Row. Skid Row meaning, oh my god, a degenerate-filled company with a bunch of racists in there that were completely undeserving of me. You guys understand? Do you follow what I'm saying? So, I took a step back and I said, alright, I'm not going to respond. What I'm going to do, this actually caught me off guard. Um... And I'm like, whoa, well, this is a first in a year and a half. This is very interesting. Um, at the same time, I'm like, I'm seeing what's going on. And now I'm like, okay, well, I don't know who it is. So now I'm going to have to suspect everyone is like this. And now when I change up my entire format, they're going to be like, dude, this is boring. This is this. This is that. I'm going to be like, hey, I'm just telling you what they want me to do. So before I even get forward and go forward with this, I need to go into number two. Under two. Number two. Understand what the person's concerns are. Alright? There aren't necessarily concerns on their behalf. But from the company perspective, I understand. They believe, ooh, you know what? They said this and we're a little bit scared because this is our company. This is our face and you're just the teacher. So I understand from their perspective. If I had... Uh, if I had my company, and I probably will very, very soon, obviously my online stuff that I'm doing... Would I be afraid? Absolutely. I'd be like, whoa, um, okay, yeah, this is, uh, I'm going to have to sit down with a particular teacher and say, listen, they said this. I don't know if that's true. I just want to hear your side of it. You know what I mean? And then, obviously, um, and this is what's the most difficult part about owning a company because when you're just going by what the client says, you have to do as the client says, right? And then if you're on the receiving end, such as I've been on the receiving end living out here in Thailand and dealing with, dealing with the shit I've had to deal with, um, you kind of just say, uh, I don't really need this. Sorry. And we kind of – and I have a tendency of folding very, very quickly, right? But again, I understand their concerns, but now my concern is 
I'm going to have a very uncomfortable th- – this is a very uncomfortable environment now. When I go there, guess who's going to be looking at me firsthand? Guess who's going to think about me? Guess who this person is going to think about me? Guess who what they're going to think about me? When I have the, the conversations that we used to have, they're going to be no more. Luckily, all I have to do is just fulfill the last eight contract hours, and then I can send him a message saying, listen, um, yeah, I'm busy now. I'm sorry. It's been a wonderful year and a half. I want to thank you so much, but it's time for me to move on. Now, from their perspective, does it suck from their company standpoint? They're probably going to be very – they're going to see it as – I wouldn't say a stab in the back, but a, a blow to the face saying, oh, shit. Now we don't have a teacher. But the thing is, now you can go find yourself a teacher because maybe I've become complacent with my job. Maybe I feel like, you know, me being there for so long, it's been a wonderful time. You've given me insane amounts of opportunity, and I'm unbelievably and wholeheartedly grateful for them. But, I mean, come on, where is this going? We already know what's happening next year. And I think this is probably an intuitive nudge, you know, a little tug on the back saying, yeah, yeah, next year, we're just clearing your schedule because you're going to be getting out of here next year. Because, again, I'm, I'm just over this. I'm over all of this. When someone complains, I'm like, oh, here we go again. Oh, what's it about? Oh, I speak too fast. Although five other students understand me, but that one that complains, they blow it up and say, oh, you're a bad teacher. You see what I mean? It's just I'm over this nitpicking bullshit. I know what my capabilities are, right? So, again, going into the number three. And, of course, I was triggered at that time. Or what did I say that triggered that student to say something? Again, maybe that student had gone home and said this and this and this, and then the mother said this and this and this. And I'm like, well, what the hell's going on? Who's the credible source? You know, I have the right to face whoever it is who's saying these things. And so, hopefully... I don't see these these two potential people who are saying these things anymore. Or maybe they created it. Who knows? But guess what? Just two weeks prior, they were like, hey, you know, develop some situational things so the students can learn some things. And then two weeks later, oh, vocabulary speaking and don't do this. And I'm like, dude, that's two things you've already requested in a three-week period. I'm right outside the door now. I kind of don't need this money, and I kind of don't need the bullshit either. Hell, I could have free time and just throw away that bullshit money that you're giving me anyways. No, honestly, it's not bullshit money. I actually am very happy about that. And I'm not going to fill it in with a really, really bullshit job, obviously, my full-time job that pays me very low. No, I'm just going to just cancel out that entire afternoon, have my personal development coaching in the afternoon, and then I could focus on bigger fish in the evening. But nonetheless, let's, let's stay focused. Number three. Assess if the feedback is true. When they request to do something, okay, can you do this and can you do this? I'm like, okay, cool. So let me give you an example of uh, feedback, right? Father comes in, he renews his son, and he's like, dude, I really want you, you to teach my son grammar. Now, obviously teaching a particular individual grammar is a waste of time because it has no context. That's number one. Number two is to pass a test, a test that's completely untrue to what the human being is to begin with. This, this is what the, 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 the English magicians have created over the last 150 to 350 years, believing that these tests are actually, uh, you know, very credible for the state of mind of an individual. So I'm like, okay, so I got myself a book right up here that I haven't touched in a while, and I'm just going to teach this guy grammar all, uh, all morning. 
and he's going to be bored, and I don't care. He's like eight years old, but again, I'm being taught what to do. I'm literally just a robot, and again, they don't pay me enough to do anything in, in terms of creation. So that's feedback. The lady was like, hey, can you teach him grammar? I'm like, cool. All right. I'll just give him a bunch of worksheets. I'm cool with that. That's cool. You guys don't pay me much anyway, so I'm just going to, hey, whatever you want. Hey, teach this. Oh, can you teach him uh, 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 grammar? Yeah, cool. Here you go. Bam, worksheets. Done. You can't say I'm not teaching you grammar anymore. See? So, assess if the feedback is true. It wasn't necessarily... It, it was a request followed up by, yes, a true statement to a certain aspect. So then I reflected on myself and said, okay, Arsenio, you've become very complacent. This is probably why what you know it triggered this individual, or maybe now I'm a target. You guys got to understand. Once you get one complaint, you're a target. I mean, I wouldn't say that in all cultures because maybe in Latvia it's different from America. Now in America, they're like, hey, you know, uh, uh, a patient complained about you not putting a lead apron on them. And I'm like, that lead apron barely, I mean, I'm sorry, the, the, the x-ray machine barely even lets out any x-ray to begin with. He said, oh, I could have died. I'd be like, you're full of shit because the x-ray machine, see, now, I'm not going to be a target anymore. No, it's just going to be, it's just bullshit feedback. Now, again, the credible source, oh, he's the one that said, oh, the color, oh, is the color guy going to give me x-rays? You see what I mean? So he already had a hidden agenda in terms of being racist. Do you understand what I'm saying? So that's not a credible source, and they never hold, held that against me for, for the X amount of, you know, the X amount of months that I worked there for. But here in Thailand, if you get one poor, a poor review, again, I told you about the situations with the two young students they were the most poor. They were the most poorly behaved students. They were digging in my bag. They were doing this. They were doing that. They would run outside. Not even the front office staff could handle those motherfucking rascals. Okay. Hey, I know they're just kids, but guess what? There's some motherfucking rascals. All right. All right. I know the little rascals when I see the goddamn little rascals. So again, what did the front office do? They held that against me. Ooh, you got bad feedback. The mother called here and complained and said that you were showing them videos. And then I was like, yeah, that was the only thing I could. It was fucking babysitting. wasn't even teaching. I'm not a goddamn babysitter. You could keep them at home with the motherfucking nanny. Or go give them to someone else that could teach them goddamn rascals. I don't teach kids anymore. Maybe different kids. I don't teach Thai kids anymore. Because it's a waste of motherfucking time. Excuse my French. And luckily, I don't really have, you know, you know, any Thai folks out here. But none of that. guys, I'm just trying to get my point across. You understand what I'm saying? So, again, did they have a hidden agenda against me? Like I told you about the two women last, uh, the two university students from last December. I think they did have a hidden agenda against me. I did. I, I think they did say this and this and that, and they complained about everything. And they had the audacity to show up and think I was going to be okay with it. You see what I mean? It's like the two Chinese students I had. This was a real big smack in the face because they literally go up to the front desk and say, oh, this and this and this. And then they go back into the classroom and I'm like, fuck you guys. I'm like, cool, we're going page by page. I ain't doing shit else with you girls. And so I hurry up and finished it. I continue to speak more slowly for them. Although they were already good. But again, states of mind, Chinese students, from China, you know what I'm up against. That's just how it is. That's the, that's the way the world is, unfortunately. So, nonetheless, I said, ooh, okay, yeah, I'm not teaching this class anymore. Fuck this, and fuck that, and fuck this, and fuck that. You see what I mean? So, I don't do all these bullshit-ass group classes anymore. Uh, anyways, guys, 
Oh my god, I'm too good! And I'm not saying that from a matter of conceit. I just know what my capabilities are. That's why when I teach online my own business, I get results. I'm awesome and I get referred. I've been in here six and a half years dealing with the same negative ass bullshit. So again, number three, assessing if the feedback is true. Number four, reply to the person in kindness. This is what I'm going to do Thursday. Okay, so what you need to do, reiterate his or her concerns and confirm with him or her, you, you know, confirm with him or her. So both of you are on the same page. Let them know your point of view, okay? Whether you agree or disagree, create an open space for discussion. Align, agree, take the next steps, okay? And thank him or her for sharing. Those are five bullet points you can do. And so that's what I'm going to do. Hey, wow. Uh, yeah, I apologize. I'm not exactly sure what the feedback was and whatnot, but um, I, I com- okay, I'll definitely start doing the vocabulary and this and this and this. Uh, thank you for... Thank you for your message. Uh, in addition to that, I won't be able to, uh, you know, teach this Saturday. I'm just going to take a week off just because I need to assess this. I, I wouldn't say assess this situation because they're going to make they're going to make me they're going to assume that it's bigger than what the child or whatever the parent had said, right? But I'm not going to tell them that this is going to be my last course because then they're going to try to influence me to stay longer. I'm going to tell them at the duration of that because they're not going to actually pay me for the next course until the first day of the next course, which is really good. So then after the last week, I'm going to send him a message probably uh, a day later and say, listen, man, thank you so much. I appreciate it. You guys have been wonderful uh, to me, but now I am unable to teach on Saturdays and Sundays any longer. So I do apologize for this and I hope it doesn't come at like a very, very inconvenient time for you. But I just want to wish you the best of luck in everything you're doing. That's it. And so again, responding to them, recognizing, receiving negative feedback as a positive thing. I don't know how you could do this as a positive thing, but the moment Thai people complain about something specific, it makes me reflect and say, why am I still here? These are things that the, the, the nitpicking and the things I've had to go through and the hoops I've had to jump through here. Honestly, it just it comes to a point where you just say, I'm, I'm good. Enough is enough. You know what I mean? And that's probably why and that's probably what's happening right now is that there is a step. There's a big step that I'm actually taking that's going to take me. That's, um, I'm going out, out of these borders. Let's just put it that way. I am going to Vietnam and it's because, God, I just don't think there's anything else. Again, how can I learn from this feedback? I can't learn anything from this type of feedback because it's someone else's agendas that they're trying to teach me that I can no longer implement with children who need things that are exciting. Yeah, I'm gonna try to teach feed. Uh, I'm gonna try to teach vocabulary to one out of the ten students in the goddamn class. That is that gonna work? No, no, it's Thailand. And then you want me to try to teach conversation with the vocabulary? Hey, you know what? Cool, man. Eight hours, and I'm done with all this. Do I agree with it? Absolutely not. Again, I teach a particular way, and he has already come to me over the past two to three weeks. And said, oh, can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? Can you do this? I'm like, yo, uh, you're sounding like a school. And schools I don't like. You need to give me the freedom. So what do I mean by freedom, guys? Well, I have big workshops and I have another big workshop coming up this Friday, right? 
Gonna go to a hotel. I'm gonna teach a big email workshop to one of the big companies, well, the big banking companies out here in Thailand. So grateful for it. And so they give me an agenda. <clears throat> they said, we want to learn this, this, this. I create a complete curriculum around it. I say, okay, we're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. We're gonna do this. And it's gonna be a big success in the end, right? Um, so that's really easy because, again, the feedback that I get is unbelievable. Now, when do I start getting bad or negative feedback? It happens when I become complacent in a particular place. That's what happens. So I've learned about myself. So if we say, Arsenio, why do you think that feedback happened? Well, I don't know who the kid was. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was the one next door. I have no idea. But now I'm like, okay, I've become complacent. This is probably why these things are happening. You know, I've tried doing this. I've tried doing this. I've tried playing these games. And a lot of them, they just don't listen to me. So what the fuck am I even doing there anymore? So now I'm like, okay, so maybe it's time for me to take this step out and just to cancel it. I'm not going to cancel it, you know, because of you, – you, you, I'm not canceling it out of spite of the child. I'm canceling it because I've become complacent and I don't feel like I'm learning anymore and I don't feel like they're learning anymore. They could keep their money and I can keep my pockets the way they are. There it is. And you know what? The moment I cancel it, you already know what's going to come after that. Something always good comes from that. So it's always about assessing it. Rules one through six, the ones I just gave you, and saying, okay, all right, where's this feedback coming from? What do I need to do? How am I going to go about doing this? Okay, is it true? Is it false? Let me address it, learn from it, and say, all right, so what can I do in going forward? You know, now, again, I guess you could say 70% of the feedback that we get is often complete bullshit. People are just trying to get at us, right? It's kind of like the feedback I got from Toshiba two years ago. I was absolutely in shock, but the British guy was like, yes, I can finally get you fired because you said I came here to marry a woman. You see what I mean? He didn't give a fuck about what I was saying. I was just in shock. I was I couldn't believe it. I said, what? And then I said, well, this fee- how does that even relate to this? Oh, I see what's happening. Yeah, this is Ronxit. This is the disgusting outskirts where pedophiles breed on these, the, these completely decrepit human beings out here. So I've got to get the fuck out of here. I'm done. And so I left. And so there it is, guys. You know, I learned a lot. I think this was a big, big punch in the face, but it was also me saying to myself, ah, Arsenio, you're bored going there. You waste two and a half hours at the cafe, cafe where they give shit service, and then you go to this place where, yes, it was fun, but now you feel like they, uh, I'm, under, you know, I'm beginning to uh, become under scrutiny. So now I'm like, you know what? I don't need this anymore. You can keep your money. I'm good. It's not the end of the world. I'm going to go fill it in with some other things. And, of course, with my full-time job, doing everything just by the book. (laughs) You know how I do it. Just by the book. (sighs) So, when it comes to... Oh, man. When it it all comes down to it, guys. It's about assessing situations. If I have my own company and I got negative feedback from a teacher, I'm going to be like, okay, so what is this feedback? I'm going to look in detail. Oh, they want you to teach this and this. See, that means that the I'm not going to say – again, the people would say, oh, the customers are always right. But again, when they say, oh, can you teach this? Can you teach that? 
But if you're in a group class with other individuals, it sounds like you're selfish. Is it not, I'm not going to say selfish, but it sounds like you have an agenda different from theirs. Maybe you should purchase something else that you just get this from, right? So again, I always get feedback because they always ask for feedback at one of the places that I work at, which is really no annoying because they come in. Uh, or they send me a message. They're, they're saying, oh, the students don't want to learn from the book. And I said, but you sold them the book. What the fuck is going on here? You sold them the book. Oh, they want to learn because work travel. They don't have enough time. Thank you. I'm like, oh, my God. You guys, oh, my God. And it's just like I'm so over it. I really am. And so that's why I just like working at companies. Sometimes companies, they give me feedback like recently last week. Uh, HR gave me feedback, and I'm like, well, how does HR know anything? I mean, honestly, the conversations we have in that sales class is fantastic. How does HR know anything? And the girl's like, well, I don't know. And I'm like, well, I don't know. If you don't know, I don't know. And the HR is like, oh, could you focus on these uh, two specific students? And I'm like, and she's like, can you focus on one girl's grammar? And I'm like, dude, she's got to focus on her grammar. This isn't the agenda. If you want a private grammar class, I could give you that. If you truly believe that focusing on grammar is the ultimate goal of learning a fucking language. Again, broken mindsets. So, again, when I finish this, okay, good. Thank you, guys. You know what I mean? It's just, it's very, when you deal with big companies, oh, I'm sorry, that's a smaller market company. When I deal with like the banks and stuff like that, I never have negative feedback, obviously, because I do as they say, and I just say, hey, here you go, here you go, okay, we're done. You know, if I deal, what, what's the other company? Oh, that's right, that's right. Um, You know, there's one company, the tech company out here in Thailand, I focus specifically on one individual. And, well, not one individual, but he's getting ready to travel abroad. So I focus a lot of the conversations around him, but I also make sure that, you know, we put some vocabulary, we do this, we do that. I don't know about the feedback. I think I've become a little bit complacent over the last couple of weeks. So today when I go back in, I'm going to be on fire, you see, because now I'm not going to be, you you know, you know, in this all this pollution, I'm not going to have to take this nasty-ass taxi and do this and do this. I'm going to be able to come from the comfortability of my home there, so I'll be completely and fully prepared. Nonetheless, guys, I hope you learned something from this podcast. I really do. I really, really do. Because, again, me speaking about this, obviously it makes me break out of that funk, but it also makes me reaffirm and say, Arsenio, boy, why are you still doing this? Seriously, you've been doing this since what? The, the first time you got a complaint was, was was with the teaching assistant six years ago. That was in the first couple of weeks. That was in May of 2013. It's fucking, now it's October of 2019. And you're still getting some of this bullshit feedback and having to cater after things that are just completely nonsense. So I think it's time. I think it's time to move on. Now, I'm always going to get feedback. Now, if you give me constructive feedback, I like it. But if you say do this, do this, don't do this, and and a lot of it's untrue, I'm like, dude, guys, what's going on? I'm done. Yeah, I quit because they're completely – they are not – I wouldn't say they're not accepting of me, but they don't deserve me. 
Because once you say this and you do it behind my back and you bring it up with them and now they have a, a mindset and they have a perception of who I am, oh, we got a big problem. So what I'm going to do is I'm going to fucking quit. Because <laughs> one, I don't need your money. Two, once you complain, I don't know where the source is. I don't know who's complaining. Hey, I'm good, man. This was like back in those school day bullshits back in 2015. I'm good. I could be do- I could be creating things online for people who actually give a fuck. So, there it is, guys. I'm your host as always, over and out.